And a very good morning to you and welcome to the KBND Morning News. And in the stressless in studio this morning is Ben Police Chief Mike Krentz. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning. Very nice to have you with us today. So just new this month, something that you've been talking about for a long time and that uh, has finally come to fruition beginning the 1st of May, MCAT response. First, tell us what that is. Yeah, we have been talking about this for quite a while, at least two years. Um, so essentially, uh, Deschutes County Behavior Health, and, and we've heard about this in a lot of other communities around having an alternative uh, crisis response team. Uh, for instance, we've talked about the Cahoots and Eugene and um, Portland Street Response in Portland. So there's other communities that have something similar. Um, so we've been really aiming for this new project uh, for a couple of years in partnership with the Deschutes County Behavior Health Unit. And... Uh, um, it started May 1st. So uh, we've, we've really uh, been looking forward to this and essentially it's an alternative response to law enforcement. Uh, we know that not every person in crisis on the street, um, every call we get around a person in crisis who may be doing things that, that don't seem to be um, normal on the street, that someone has a concern about, uh, they may not be best served by law enforcement, and it may not be the best use of our time as a public safety or law enforcement agency where our primary focus is criminal investigations, response to 911 calls, public safety, um, and, and, and we may not really be the best resource for that person in crisis at the time. So that's really our focus of how do we find an alternative resource and response to give the best resource to the person in need if they don't need law enforcement. What's an example of that? So, for instance, we get calls um, sometimes are labeled as a welfare check or um, someone having a crisis where someone may be standing on a sidewalk, on a corner, raising their arms, yelling, um, not doing anything threatening, not doing anything that's impacting public safety as a whole, really more concerned about that individual. We may show up to that, and if we don't believe that person is um, an immediate danger to themselves or others, we have really limited legal uh, bounds about how we can operate. So what we do is show up and we determine they're not an immediate danger to themselves or others. An immediate means suicidal, um, potentially injuring themselves or immediate harm to someone else. An immediate means it's happening or it could happen right then. Uh, but another resource may be having Deschutes County Behavioral Health or MCAT respond uh, to assist that person in offering alternative crisis resources, whether it be a trip to the stabilization center, reconnecting that person with maybe they already have a caseworker, um, may, maybe they need some other sort of assistance, but it's something that's outside of really the world of law enforcement. Um, so having that resource now be able to respond to those calls without us, and that was the big change is they're non-law enforcement responders now. So before we could go to the scene, we could call MCAT. They had a, a team of, of six people ser serving the county. We could call them. We'd wait for them to show up and see if they could provide some other resource. What's happening now is we're t we've taken law enforcement out of the front end. So if, if the call criteria, so when someone calls and they respond and report certain things to the dispatch center, if that criteria meets a, a low-level, non-threatening, non-violent, no-weapons um, uh, uh, call, then MCAT responds without law enforcement. So they're on the, our radio, they're on the 911 system or the dispatch system. So they have a, a, they look at the same computer so they can see the calls that come out and they now can respond to those without law enforcement. And this is the first week. Um, we talked about it yesterday on kind of a first week summary. Uh, they've taken over 30 calls last week from us. Um, that's a, that's a huge impact. 30 calls in one week have already seen this and gone without you guys going first correct what sort of calls were they 
uh, similar calls like what I described of okay. a person in crisis, a welfare check, um, someone you know appears to be in need, but it's really not a police need. Um, so th- that's that takes thirty at least thirty hours of our time mm-hmm. uh, to go do other more law enforcement spe- specific focused work, which is. Uh, really important right now, given our resources are so low, uh, we're a really lean agency. So we really want to look at these alternative response models and say, what can we do to focus police officers on what the community expects police officers to focus on and have other responders focus on the things that really aren't law enforcement um, intended and those other responders provide a better service than we can on certain things. Um, so that's that's really the focus of this is use resources for what they are and provide better res- resources to the person in need in the community who's calling. Um, we're really excited for this moving forward. Uh, Deschutes County Behavioral Health has been a terrific partner in this. Uh, their their folks have um, have really stepped up and learned quickly about how to how to respond out there in the community without law enforcement. It's a big change. Um, we know that over the first couple months, there's going to be some learning curves of how do we how do we do this as a partnership and make sure that everyone's safe. Uh, that is, of course, our one of our biggest concerns is overall safety for everyone. We want to make sure that our 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 MCAT teams out there um, don't respond to something they shouldn't respond to, or if they feel it's unsafe, that they can call us whenever they need to, and have that really strong partnership. And it's a good reminder that MCAT is responding to all of Deschutes County. So they have multiple teams now, 24-7 service. Um, they operate in pairs of two, and um, they are responsible for all of Deschutes County. Uh, I do know that the pr- they're probably going to provide a lot of service in our city um, here in Bend. Uh, we have a, you know, between 1,500 and 3,000 calls for service a year that really focus around crisis response that, that may be well served by them. Um, so that's a lot of calls for us that will we'll reduce on um, the front end. But it's also a lot of service uh, that can be provided by them to our community. Do you see this as just the first baby steps, and maybe this program could expand? I do. Hopefully, uh, we see this as as uh, really the pilot through the first year. How can it expand? And then also, you know, we're looking at uh, an alignment with council goals for the twenty three to twenty five biennium. Uh, we're looking at what type of other alternative responses can we build into the system, to where we we've grown from a small community where the police department handled pretty much everything that came in. Kitten up a tree. Everything, right? Raccoon in the garage, kitten up a tree, person in crisis. Um, everything that you can think of, people would just call and we would go. We're no longer built like that. Our city is so large now and uh, we're a lean agency. So we really need to find out ways that uh, other organizations, other providers, other agencies can provide some of that low-level low service and take that pressure off the law enforcement officers that we have out there to go do the work that our our community really wants them to do traffic enforcement law enforcement criminal investigations criminal interdiction on the street uh, but we have to have time to do that so building in systems things like and we're you know we're being creative going to this new year of opening our minds of what else can we look at that may be handled by other people or other agencies things like uh, parking enforcement at a low level should we have police officers going out to parking complaints um Animal control. Where does animal control fall as far as what our responsibility could be as a police department versus another organization if we had a partner in that? Um, right now, Bend Police Department is the animal control for the city of Bend. Um, finding we have opioid settlement dollars for a settlement uh, that happened nationally. 
Um, we have a fund. We're looking at how can we partner with Deschutes County in the future on using those dollars for some sort of alternative response around opioid crisis. Uh, so things that we have um, an ability to affect and impact, but maybe not just us as a police department, really looking for bigger partnerships. Would I be correct in thinking that if you guys aren't involved in a situation, you don't need to be there, that this is also going to lessen the burden on the courts? It, it's potential. Um, it's important to, to, I think, really look at that bigger picture is if there's a criminal um, action, if there's an assault or something that happens as part of these, we're still expected to go and do an investigation and take steps around the criminal part. Uh, but like I said, a lot of the a lot of the calls that we're going to are not criminal in nature. So our officers are showing up and, and they're just handling a crisis or trying to connect someone with a provider or provide some sort of relief, maybe take them to the stabilization center. But that could be handled. It is handled better by someone else. Uh, so we're not just because we show up doesn't mean someone's get entered in the criminal justice system. Uh, and we still have that responsibility to ensure that if there is a crime that we're taking appropriate steps and actions. But it just is the relief of things that truly aren't criminal and really don't need a police officer who's highly trained, highly paid, highly educated around law enforcement and criminal investigations to do work that another organization could do. All right. So we don't need a $100 response for a 50 cent uh, situation. There you go. Okay. All right. Um, we've got a, just a minute or two left and wanted to ask you about your preparations for summer. What are you expecting? <laughs> well, if the, a couple weekends ago is any indication of what the summer may look like, um, I don't know if everyone else felt it. I felt uh, that that really nice burst of sun we had a couple weekends ago. Um, I felt like we were busy in the city. Uh, we had a lot of calls for service. Our officers were busy. I saw a lot of people in the community. The river was full already. Um, parks were full. So we're prepping for a pretty busy summer. Uh, this is a full, the first full summer out of COVID. I think people want to get out and travel and, and enjoy our community. Um, so, you know, I think some, an important piece we always talk about is when school starts, about school safety zones. This is a, the, the other side of the year where, we're, where we really want people to have their eyes open when school gets out in June. A lot more kids in the community, a lot more bikes and, and pedestrians out. So drivers, we want them to be aware, be paying attention. Uh, we just we want to avoid collisions and accidents as much as possible. Um, community safety around traffic is uh, always a challenge as it gets busier and into the summer and a lot more people. So, you know, uh, situational awareness is going to be really important for our drivers out there. All right. So be prepared. Summer's going to hit quick. It looks like we're going to have highs in the low 80s Saturday starting on through the week. Yeah, there is no uh, no rest for the wicked. It definitely is going to go from cold to warm. So <laughs> I think it's going to get busy quick and, and uh, we just want everyone to pay attention. Ben Police Chief Mike Krantz, our guest today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.